never been a Western dude. I've never like okay, like it, the aesthetic of Westerns never tickled me. Not even really as a kid. Like I don't know, just the cowboy thing. I just never it never got me. I never got why it was such a big mm-hmm. thing. And then there sure, was just something yeah. about this movie, or maybe it's how old I am, or it's just like it's a flavor that because I was never into it when I like gave myself to it, it feels new. Like I was, I found myself truly thinking about the old West stuff for, I mean, I haven't stopped since I watched the movie to be honest. Right. Well, like, I mean, that, awesome. that's, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the movie looks at all this with a, uh, with a kind of wry sense of humor totally. to Which it. Is, I guess maybe that was why it was like an it's easier like, entry point it, yeah. or something. I don't know. It's not like for a, sure. Western is always like kind of a funny thing because it's, it's like the, the quintessential American culture. And it's completely mm-hmm. illustrated by like Italian dudes with the shirts only half buttoned, yeah, yeah. or yeah. like Jewish brothers from Hollywood. You know what I mean? <laughs> like pretty much. It, it, well, it, Western's always weird to me because it's it's like it's like calling animation a genre, right? Because it's like right. Western just is a setting. You know, like you, I've seen westerns that are like super, super serious, dramatic, and then like you watch this movie and it's hilarious. Well, I think it's more like saying like, sci-fi than saying animation, right? Where it's like, yeah, so true, many things true. are sci-fi without right. that being the like a lot of things you don't even think of. That's as, definitely a better comparison. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's okay, Daniel. You're just not as much of a thinker as me. Yeah. You just you, don't. You know. You don't, you're absolutely right about that. <laughs> you just don't think critically about films, Daniel. Especially not at length for twenty to thirty minutes at a time. Yeah, Daniel. <laughs> Uh, what am i doing man what am i thinking well we just started by yeah i guess we're just rolling into it uh are are, we rolling are we recording on yeah oh yeah you i am definitely recording good lovely excellent uh welcome daniel uh thank you for having me. welcome you are our guest welcome back you we (laughs) just let him know he's the guest you're the guest Mm-hmm. In case you were confused about how this goes, Daniel. <laughs> You're tuning in for the first time, maybe. Uh, and why do we know you, Dan? Well, you guys know me because we, uh, we did a little podcast together. Uh, how long ago was that? No, that I mean, was like I the mean, start of I this mean year. plug yourself. Tell, your, tell us who you are. Oh, ooh. Yeah, okay, so happily. Um, sneaky like that. So, yeah, I, I have a channel called Film Radar on mm-hmm. YouTube, and I do video essays about predominantly movies and TV, but I have dabbled in occasional odd uh odds and ends like biographies video games that sort of thing sure oh uh, yeah i love your channel you and you're consistent which is amazing yeah like well, I, I cannot believe how consistent you are it is crazy it's, you've gotten to the point now it's like pretty much every time you put something out it's getting picked up by a hundred different places where they're like look at this retweeted yeah. it yeah some yeah some blog yeah place. it yeah. always makes me very very happy yeah, dude, especially when it just happens like organically because a right. lot of the time i'll totally be hitting them up in the dms or whatever but sure whenever i just am surprised by it i'm like oh like cinephilia and beyond uh just shared this last video i made and awesome. i was like oh you guys that's cool man that's cool it's extremely cool we're proud of you and it's because you're good at Thank it. Thank you. It's because you're smart about it. Aww, I get I get intellectually I intimidated it. before we start talking. Well, <laughs> then uh, then you know, man, then I'm doing my job right. You Tim, know, Tim doesn't like when I confess to not being like. Smart you can't show weakness yeah. on the show. <laughs> Tim doesn't. Tim thinks yes, it weakens we the, sh- the image of the show. The show's not reasonable weak. <laughs> it's Ooh. good show. Pretty good, dude. It's a you great a show. Point there. Seasonable. Well, God, I just did seasonable by accident. Seasonable wreath is coming. It's right uh, around the corner. We're pretty much um, there. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I like that. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, Daniel. And uh, yeah, thank you for having me back. It's my pleasure. Today we we're discussing Buster Scruggs. Yes, the misadventures the of Buster Scruggs. Buster Scruggs. Yes. Buster Scruggs and the ballot. The ballot. <laughs> the ballot of Buster Scruggs. <laughs> the ballot of Buster yeah. Scruggs. I'm voting Republican. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what's funny? Like I, ju- I just watched this yesterday the movie and i did not like uh i don't know how i this passed me up but i didn't know it was an anthology film i was very uh, uh you're not very alone yeah surprised. you're not alone. that seems to come okay. up a lot uh, especially considering you know it's called the ballad of buster scruggs and then buster scruggs but not and yes. other yeah. stories which would be like what exactly. be like what a short exactly. story kind of thing would be right well, so was it the impre- was it sort of an unsaid thing that like these were the stories he would sing and like? See, I thought that that was going to be the setup to it, but really they're just kind of mm-hmm. very disparate stories that the Coens oh, wrote yeah. at different times in their life. It's like unproduced screenplays that they've had. Is that what it is? Cause, yeah. Well, cause... so this was pitched as an anthology series, like a Black Mirror for the Coens, true? with it set in the westerns mm-hmm. with at a through line theme. Too. Yes, 
with a through line theme of mm-hmm. the West. And for some unknown reason, I, I couldn't find it in a press release or anything. Um, they just decided to, to combine it into one thing, which is why it's runtime is weird. It's like 153 minutes. What movie is that long? Whoa. Uh, I didn't realize it's, that it's when I was watching long. it. Yeah. And uh, one of the stories is a Jack London story. And one of them, I can't remember who wrote it, but there, there are two in there that they did not. Like they adapted, obviously, but yeah, yeah, uh, their own original concepts. Like the, I think it was the one with Tom Waits is a Jack London story. If I'm oh, not yeah. I love that one. Yeah, that was probably my favorite. I think that movie. one was my favorite, yeah. but close second for me was the Oregon Trail one. Tim doesn't like that one. Uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was not a fan. Really? Of Trail. No, I loved that one. You know, it's funny. I wasn't until the last chunk of it. Um, mm. At first, I was like. Mm. Because I like Zoe Kazan a lot, uh, but yeah. I, that was definitely like on the lower end for me until like, you know, we're not going to, are we doing spoilers? Yeah, we spoil spoilers. Yeah, we, we do big time spoilers. Yeah. Okay. So like definitely the ending, I was like, oh, I am in. I am so in yeah. for this right now. Really? <laughs> oh man. I just thought the ending was such a bummer and not like a fun, funny note, which I've been feeling the whole time. Just like enjoying the kind sure. of wry darkness of the whole thing. Yeah. And well, then that one was a little yeah. bit too real for me. They definitely like that's a thing I want to talk about with this in general is that it's yeah. a weird it's a weird movie. I mean, I guess anthology things are weird in general, but this Oh, for sure. was maybe because it was not because it was I don't want to say the word obvious, but like I could see the strings of it a little better than I could see on other things like this where I understood the spell that they were weaving from entry to entry mm-hmm. and kind of getting you mm-hmm. ready to start taking things more seriously and it, like i feel like by the time the oregon trail one starts it's i think is that run after the tom waits one right yes you're yeah, like i think that was the fifth one you're just ready for like oh, okay now we're sort of like in a straight movie territory yeah and this is just going to kind of play like a traditional thing which i was ready and i liked and i think it's an interesting way to go about it because it's almost like they start with we're gonna be real silly this isn't asking you to take it seriously and then the second one with the with the kid and liam neeson or was it was the second one the the bank the second remember. one is the bank the second one was franco yeah so similarly yeah. right so that's even better than what i was getting at because it's like very very silly musical and then kind of still silly but like still kind of cool old west shootout thing and right. he keeps almost getting hanged and it's a little funny and blah blah, blah. and then the third one is pretty like it's funny when you like because you don't quite you, it's dark you're confused but, but then you yeah. realize oh this is going somewhere dark and then you're ready for yeah. traditional tom waits like kind of movie movie thing right mm-hmm. it's i find that very fascinating when you're using the tone of stories to ease into a completely different thing like i feel like if you watched buster yeah. scruggs right next to the Oregon Trail one, you'd be a little weirded out. I think, well, yes. I think that the way that they organized mm. them made sense of just, like, most wacky to least wacky. And then ultimately then it, right. the end kind of ending with, like, a metaphysical yeah. strange one. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But I, I almost don't even want to read too much into the organization of the anthology itself as much as I want to look at, like, the, each individual No, of course of not. But I'm but just... Like, antho- review, my, there is a point to that, that, where it's like, reviewing anthology is always weird like that because mm. the, the organization of it is essentially all it is. In a lot of yeah. ways, right? Like, what is the anthology right. except for, like, the way that? Well, it's like arranging songs on an album. You yeah, know? So I think that's, yeah, that's cool. I like putting it that way. Yeah, yeah, because like there is thought put into it. So right. like, obviously they're gonna sit there and and have some sort of purpose mm-hmm. for why they're doing it. Because like for sure the last one when it started, I was like, okay, this seems like an odd way to end it. You know, mm-hmm. like here you have all the these like gorgeous vistas leading like in every other one and then this one's just all in a fucking stagecoach the whole time so you're like really guys sure but then it I, it started to dawn on me what they were doing like halfway through it and i'm like yeah oh, yeah okay knuckles, i'm with it knuckles from paddington 2 making another appearance uh yes that, his most uh, fa- the way everyone knows him that actor's name uh Gleason, what's the, his name? Yes, Brendan. Brendan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brendan Gleason. Yeah, that yeah. Guy, that guy rules. love him. And whoever the the Irish actor is, who's opposite of him, the the more like dandy one with the mustache. Oh, is he Irish? Oh, the other bounty that hunter. guy is amazing. Yeah, he was I so loved. Weird. I've he never seen him in anything before ever. And yeah, like I, I was looking him up. Yeah. I was looking up at stuff in him. He's like a stage actor from ireland he looks so familiar he's got a great face he's just i want to see that guy in more shit like he stole that show stole the last who else like totally blew me away was uh dudley from harry potter yeah oh yeah what the the hell's name yeah i i gotta think 
what, I, I, we should probably start from the top, right? We'll just go from okay, each yeah, individual yeah. ones. Yeah, sure. Just for some yeah, organization. For sure. All right. So we'll open with, with the free, it opens with Buster Scruggs, uh, Tim Blake Nelson, mm-hmm. as the titular Buster Scruggs, who is one of my favorite movie characters in years. <laughs> years. Yeah. A for misunderstood, real. For real. polite, singing psychopath yeah. who will just like who cannot <laughs> yeah. be stopped but is yes. mostly reasonable and kind and just wants everyone to be nice that right. is amazing it's he's like, a cartoon yes he is 100 yeah. percent a cartoon yeah and, and he's cowboy deadpool i yes oh sure. my god yep cowboy deadpool oh and in and in two brief words you've made me like I hate it, it even less <laughs> <laughs> thanks i hate it um <laughs> but you're totally right yeah. that's exactly it i'm sorry to ruin your love of this character <laughs> I, but i don't know like because he, he's not zany in a way that's like i'm off the wall and i'm gonna i'm gonna terrorize people yeah he's just like no for very sure. straight laced i just yeah. like a drink and i want to play some cards and i want to yeah. sing my songs and i will kill you yeah very good and uh, I, I really wanted to see a lot more of that. Um, Will Wilson, I think, is the name of the guy. Will Williamson from Old Crow Medicine Show shows up at the end about. as the man in black of the as the young uh, cowboy. Yes. The man oh, in black. Yes. No, I'm not yeah. sure who that is. Yeah, he's the yeah. well, he's the singer from Old Crow Medicine Show. I just don't remember his name. But then they do that wonderful duet together. Yeah. Uh, just all the music in that segment blew me away, and I've beautiful. still been playing all. of them. It was them. gorgeous. What well, is so, like this movie is so weird. It's so it's so strange. It's very strange. Like. It does to a little bit as much as I know that the order is on purpose and the and just to like zoom out for another second because I feel like especially when we're talking about the first one and how zany it is, it's kind of begging me to yeah. think about where it fits in all of it because mm-hmm. none of the other vid- movies are like videos. I and it's also them. the title of the thing, no. so there's there's got to be some like, reasoning. Exactly. And it is bizarre that it's like it does a little feel like oh these were all different these all could have been movies, but they but they're not right. We put them all together for whatever. Right. Reason. Sure. And if it wasn't them, if it wasn't the Coen brothers, I would maybe be more cynical about that in a way. I'd be like, ooh, this mm-hmm. feels a little bizarre. This little feels like, oh, we didn't have, like, these are all our kind of like scraps ideas. Mm-hmm. And each oh, of them, sure. each of them are, are good enough to be a short or whatever, but we didn't know how to make them bigger or longer. And I haven't watched any interviews with this. I haven't read anything mm-hmm. about why they, why it is what it is. But like, it's it's bizarre to me. It's bizarre to me that they. I mean, I guess none of them overstay their welcome too much. Maybe if you don't like the Oregon Trail one, I think that one's like forty minutes or something. Yeah, it's so I feel like that is definitely the longest one in the movie for sure. Yeah, but I like. But that one to me though too felt like oh, this is a movie. Like that could have easily been a movie. I would watch them. I, I guess I would watch the movie of really any of these. I don't know about like repeatedly. Like I maybe wouldn't watch the Liam Neeson mm. one more than one time. But like. I would watch oh, that Gold Rush saying. one when the Gold Rush thing was happening. I was like, I would be here for an hour and a half to two hours for sure. Yeah, no, sure. totally, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, but my that, whole thing, my thinking with like the first one is I think the reason it's it starts off that way is because it kind of I think it's easier to start zany and then work your way towards serious than the other way around. Like, I think if you started too serious and then you go to the zany stuff, then it wouldn't really work. Um it's kind of like what like Fight Club did. Uh, sorry, like Fincher's still ingrained in my brain from the yeah, last. Yeah. Movie I made. But like they have the um, the penguin cave scene very very early in the movie, so you know like oh hey things are gonna get weird, and that's just p- prepare yourself. Right. And then the other thing, my theory with like the the Buster Scruggs one being the opener is like that whole final song is just kind of like laying the groundwork of like. Basically, someone dies or like a major character dies in every single one of the shorts. And so like that one's all about like, like, what are the what are the uh, the words like when a cowboy trains his spurs for wings or something? Right. Yeah. And so so I feel like it's just it's all about death. Are they all sort of echoes of the same lesson in a way? Like, I would love to really see someone break this down because my brain, I have a hard, I'd have to watch it like two more times to draw all the parallels to every story and arc and what happens to each character and what like, what the morality Mm. of the movie is. Because again, it's always weird to talk about it when when there's all these different points of views and different stories. Like, what's the overarching, what what were they giving me? It appears to be, to me, just like, I guess, part of the randomness of death because nobody in this movie really faces their death. It all just kind of happens to them. They don't really expect huh. to get it. I mm-hmm. guess James Franco like expects to be hung, but like he's just caught up in this whole machine 
where you know right. he, he was supposed to be hung and he cheats death and then ends up just like right back where he's supposed to and be is that it is like that's the ballad of buster scruggs is this sort of like the tragic dies. end yeah <laughs> yeah like, I, I guess so like mm-hmm. the the uh, what would you call it like i don't know whatever ego you have meeting a tragic end right and then I, I don't, but, I, yeah i would love to but see then there's only then the one doesn't have a tragic end so then it like throws the whole thing out right of, of the, the, the minor one. yeah sure yeah well, yeah. there's money that plays a part in most of them. Right. Um, sure. The only two like that it doesn't is uh, the the wagon train one and then the Buster Scruggs one. But it's like like Liam Neeson kills the dude because he has his new meal ticket, you know, and then Franco's like robbing the bank and that's like his karma of it. And it's kind of making me think of like his No Country for Old Men is like a total karma play, you know, right. just like. Ooh, what happens if you get your hands dirty and you mess with the wrong people? And I feel like that's definitely got to be one of the themes that's being explored. Sure. Um, it's, it's hard to say because like, I only watched it the one time, and I feel like it's definitely a movie you need to kind of sit on totally. and meditate and watch it a couple of times to get like the bigger picture of it. Um, what I almost wonder yeah, is... Yeah, I feel like there has to be something. I don't know. I actually almost disagree. Like, I, I choose to think that there's not really even a bigger picture here. I yeah, think is each it of as them, simple as... Each one of these are their individual stories that they wanted to tell in a storybook style, and they did it. And that's that... Because, like, they don't really feel largely connected. They all feel like small little parables. You know, like, the, the one is just, like, a, a straightforward tale about right. the Old West. One is, like, a, a madcap, <clears throat> insane cowboy's adventure. And one is just, like, essentially a True. joke. Right, where with 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 Franco's thing, with like a, a pan yeah. shot, pan shot, like yeah. pan shot. He's just like weird, and he's got the thing over his neck. He's like, oh, first time, huh? Yeah, the guy on the gallows. Right, he's just confused and starts crying harder. Like it's just you know. And the ending to that one was like a little strange to me. Like, oh, no, there's, there's a pretty, pretty girl. girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boom. It's like, yeah, die. I mean, you you might be totally right. Like, I haven't talked to the Cohen brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Sure. I could like pick their brain about it. Um, but like I feel like I don't know, my my thinking on it as like someone who has considered like writing something like that at some point in the future, like because I like the anthology idea. I think that's so cool to have like a collection of short stories all right in the same film. And I can't even think off the top of my head of anything uh that I've seen that's like that. Um, but so my thinking is like, how could you not want them to have some sort of theme yeah. that's at the heart of everything? But then again, maybe the theme is just they're in the West. Boom, there you go. Yeah. Like, right. It might is it, be that is it simple. a portrait of the old West as a as a, you know, sure aesthetic. And that's kind of what we're doing. We're gonna go yeah. to every corner of the highfalutin funny, like, oh look, the singing cowboy on the horse. <laughs> And like, you know, the thief, the guy in the mask, the, I don't know, like. Sure. And just the way that the whole thing was, was put together, like they all kind of have their own individual style, production style. Too. Like, so the, oh, fir- for the sure. first shot at Buster Scruggs is uh, green screened. He's just like walking along with this really odd I kind CG of thought green so, screen yeah. mountain background. <laughs> right. And then it cuts to him on a road in like a normal place in like in Colorado or something. Right. And it's, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, there was just so much style and, and individual, uh, like the 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 last one where they're where they're all on the stagecoach, like I, they look outside and it looks obviously looks like the underworld. Like it's dark and there's like a reaper mm-hmm. like ride right. driving their their stagecoach, and they'll have very much mm-hmm. a, an individual look to them. I really just I maintain that they're not really connected, and other than the fact that they exist in the same connection, like it, For sure. I, I think the idea of it being an album is a really good way of framing it because it almost makes me think mm-hmm. like imagine we lived in a world where people wanted to listen to music but like one song for like an hour and a half you know what i mean it's like <laughs> yeah. why do they break them up and all like the individuals just like give me something like something cohesive i think that's right. exactly what this is but i think for a filmmaker not to shit on your idea to do an anthology movie at some point i hope you do follow your dreams <laughs> but i think it's no, far yeah. far more interesting when it comes from like it's the coen brothers anthology movies like here you're gonna try a little sampling yeah. of this director that you already know and like rather right. than it's just like mm-hmm. some new guy like here's six stories i wrote yeah, but the, that's, right, that's what kind of what you're sure. saying, though, Daniel. Is like you would go about it, though. I think if they were anybody except for themselves, they would have to. It would have to mm-hmm. have some sort of more like interconnected, you know, fucking sure crazy stupid love ending where sure. you're like, oh, it was all the same guy. Yes, yes. <laughs> is that the ending? The crazy stupid. Yeah, you I don't remember I that line? Seen it in a while. Yeah, that movie's so good. Do you don't remember I when Ryan Gosling stands on top of the car and goes, "No, they were all the same thing." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Part. Great scene. Um, but that's, the, I think, you know, 
I think I, I liked it a lot overall, like for sure. I definitely have to say that. And I knew I was going to very, very early in the movie, like just that opening ballad. I was like, all right, I'm sold. This is fucking terrific. I, I like this. This is great. Like just all the different cutting and then like the way the sound would change, like when they would cut to the wide shot and it would be like that more distant, faded, echoey. And just when he's like chatting with his horse, like, ain't that right, Dan? I was I just I was like, yes, this is. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Coen Brothers, for tickling me in a way that only you can. I want an hour and a half of that movie. I really I just See, that's I do, that too. I would like I would like any one of them to be longer and I would probably like the movie of every one of them. But, but I, I am not going to watch. I'm probably not going to watch this all the way through again. Right. Mainly because and I think maybe mm-hmm. we're, we're our biggest dis- difference in opinion here is that I think I didn't love, I wasn't sold on the movie until the gold rush rush one. Mm-hmm. Cause I think oh, that was, I think that okay. was when I realized what they were doing as a, as a bigger picture, like just tonally, like where they were, where they yeah. were leading me. Like I, I liked when I realized, ooh, you're you're set in a rhythm, and I didn't realize I started bopping to your rhythm, and now you're making deviations. Sure, you know what I mean, right? And I yeah. and I dug that, but like I wasn't like I liked the Buster Scruggs, and I thought it was funny, but I wasn't enthralled. And then I guess I guess this is what's happening is that when I when I hit the Gold Rush one and the Oregon Trail one, I loved them. Like I was uh-huh. I full blast like as movies loved them, mm-hmm. and then when I'm comparing liking the other ones to those ones it makes me feel weird and if again if it was kind of like if it was any other movie where i don't mm-hmm. love it until i don't love it until about uh, you know an hour plus in right or about an hour in that's when i start to love it and then i stop loving it before the final 20 minutes yeah would you say like, you like that I, movie? Yeah, I don't know if i would ever say and it's not but it's but it's not to say that i like dislike the other ones yeah i know what you mean so it's it, again it's like you're running into the anthology issue of right because i, I yeah, think i disliked exactly. most of them like looking back on it like i had my problems with really most, with most of them i think but the strength of like of the buster scruggs one and the last one were enough to keep the whole thing together for me and i'm just like oh and and the gold rush one so it's got like those three pillars in it where i'm like right. i'm i'm into these and then the other three i wasn't so much into see i'm surprised you don't like the oregon trail one because to me that felt like the most meaty but not but that's like, the thing. That's not what I was looking for. Like, all, I was really into like the dark, humorous vibe that they were giving. Yeah, me. yeah. And then to serve like I this like very, this very serious, just Western story. I'm just like, ah, this. Is... I, I think I would argue that you'd get fucking sick of it though by then. Yeah, maybe if, if they didn't do that the, at that. And point. I really did I not so like the too. meal ticket yeah. one. I, I think by the time I that loved that one. Really? Because by the time it yes, wrapped up, I, I was like, it. we've seen too many performances from the kid. We've seen far too many. Like it goes on for a very, uh, very long time. I one thing I would say. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that one. And it goes it on a little too like long, it. but yeah. but I for, uh, I mean I'm always partial. Like visually, I just that's like my thing that sure. I approach movies from. And oh my god, the that one is shot so so yeah, so well. Nice. Like the scenery is beautiful. Yeah, that one's like the first one too, where it feels like it's taking its time to just set an atmosphere because mm-hmm. totally. like the buster scruggs one it like jumps in and it's like humor music it's like the looney tunes you know and then the next one i think i don't even remember the runtime but that one easily felt like the shortest yeah, of them that all. one was extremely short. and and that's actually my least favorite one just because it feels like there's no point to it it's just like oh i go to rob a bank and then i get arrested and then i get away but for like two seconds and then i get arrested again and i'm like oh okay right um like it looked cool some the scene the scenes were you know put together well but i didn't see the point to it and then so when i got to the meal ticket i was like oh okay finally we're gonna like take a moment to just let it breathe and you know just let this kind of develop and i guess i knew at the start just like i or i shouldn't say no like i had a strong suspicion based on the title and like how everything was playing out that I, I liked the pace of it, like just watching the crowd dwindle little by little and like seeing the kinds of subtle body language clues of like, yeah, like that's all this dude is to Liam Neeson's character sure. is just his meal ticket. And so like then when, you know, you get to that turning point in this this little story and you see the chicken, I'm like immediately. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't do it, Liam. Don't do it. And then, you know. 
That's funny that you say that because I, I loved it. I, I didn't give a, a fuck. I didn't care at all. I Interesting. Think. Because they don't say a word to each other. I don't get a. a, a I, I, there's something to be said about, okay, the wordlessness between them talks more about their relationship. But I feel like a lot of it mm. was just watching them together saying nothing, watching him perform, watching them together saying nothing. And ultimately, I think what the message of that one was the symbiotic relationship between like maybe a highbrow performer and their producer. Right. Where like the one cannot exist mm. without the other. Uh, and and right. like the, the producers would drop something more highbrow and thoughtful and smart for something more mm. stupid that's easier to maintain. Uh, it is a funny. I mean, you said, it, what did you call it? A parable or whatever? Yeah. Where, where they all just. Dis- yeah. That, it had a tidy little ending, I think, because it was so clear. Just the cuteness of it as a, and I say that very hesitant like the word cute but like just the cuteness of that ending of like how how much of a bow that is and how much of a like fable that is of and then he switched out the boy for the chicken like yeah because it was all right it was all the same to him and then the follow-up where he says how high can a bird count anyway when tom waits is in the the tree oh yeah i didn't didn't even like that connection that's That's fun i like that because it's me follow that's funny Hey, anyone else think that was I Will Ferrell pace- when he showed up? No, <laughs> no I, I knew it was, was Tom like, Waits. I was like, oh, it's Will Ferrell. Oh, I'm sorry. I, actually, oh. it's the drummer from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, wait, actually, sorry. <laughs> That's Tom Waits. I, I mean, maybe if though. it was, like, Will Ferrell, but, like, two feet shorter. Yeah, he's a lot He's a lot more of, like, a little dough ball than Yeah, Will I guess Ferrell. he is. See, I, I, had, I had already known that Tom Waits was in it, and I had actually heard a lot of praise, so I was really, really excited to see what his story was about, because I feel like they don't really show him in the trailer. Yeah. It's mostly like yeah. Tim Blake Nelson, James Franco, and then just lots of other random shots that make the movie look totally different than it is. Yeah, ex- I think the trailer yep. Yep. sucks at describing what the movie actually is. How do you do a trailer for an anthology? But, yeah. Right. It, it's, it's I think you advertise more clearly that it's an anthology, first of all. Because right. <laughs> like I literally what happened, um we were, I was watching the movie and then it got to the scene with like the duel and then he takes off his hat. And he's like, oh, well, that ain't good. I was like, wait, what? What? You just killed the main character? What the fuck? Okay. Yeah, I guess they Is wanted this going to be one of those? Yeah. Probably. Probably. But I feel like, I don't know. Maybe they don't need to market it because it's Netflix and people will click on random shit. And it's anyways, also them. Or, like, they're, they're playing exactly. by this weird rule where it's like, and honestly, like, Ryan makes his point a lot about them specifically. He's made it about other filmmakers, but I fully agree where there's a certain level of like you got to trust there are few there are few people could say it about you could say about it for certainty mm-hmm. but they're probably smarter than i am like across <laughs> right. the board yeah. so it's I like sometimes you you're yeah. sort of like you're watching it and you're like i'm a little confused this is weird you you for few filmmakers do you then get to sit back and go like well maybe i'm fucking wrong yeah like oh no I'm i, right. I, the wrong I way, probably yeah. don't understand what they're doing because i just am not because they're smarter than i am sure and but i do like the idea that you could still hear the answer to this could just be like yeah we like the old west and uh right we wanted to do six of these and we did well they've like, done how many westerns now right like, I don't know, true yeah. grit uh fucking whatchamacallit no country no country I'll say this. This also like so in in also inspiring me. I thought this word this movie weirdly inspired me. It's very much just because it's like I want to make movies, and that has a yeah, lot to same. do with with me walking away from it and feeling enchanted with it. And I've I've been a voice before. You know, I mean, there's there's been it's because Buster Scruggs came out, but I'm sure you've seen on Twitter and stuff. Uh, there's been no shortage of of jokes about how white men like the Coen Brothers movies really really a lot right and love to like rank yeah. them and like talk about them i've never really been a fan of them to be honest i've never seen no okay. country for old men and not because i don't like them it's just more like i never there's something about the texture of it that never grabbed me i was never as but then something about this movie like also reignited this thing in me and i'm sure i've talked about it on the podcast before where i'm always very envious of simple simple stories and i know that there's like it's it's there's probably something unquantifiable about it, about what I'm, what I'm reacting to in it. But like the story is so simple. It's we're going, she's on the Oregon trail and her brother yeah. is paying the person. And then her brother dies and doesn't have the money. They buried the money. And like even, even the gold rush one, it's like, he's an old man who has a lucky fucking mule mm. who finds gold. And then he's digging gold and then someone shoots him. And like, mm-hmm. I just, I, I'm so envious of that. Cause it's not where my brain goes. I do have, I, I do think I've been poisoned and maybe you could say this to make a larger point 
about like audiences. I've maybe been a little poisoned mm-hmm. by the immediacy of clicking something on Netflix or on YouTube or whatever. And as sure. especially as someone who's writing these things, I very much feel like I need to like instantly from frame one, like show everything I have and like sure. be a bit of a slut with my story stuff where I'm like, Oh, totally. I mean, yeah. no, please pay attention. Like, no, this is like, look, it's not just, a, it's not just an old man looking for gold. Also, sure. he's right. You know, he's got powers. And, how, and then how much of that is cinematography where it's just like the, the, the pure hook. If you were just to sit someone down and have them watch gold rush or whatever this, the sketch is called. Yeah. I don't remember. Immediately from the yeah. hook is the cinematography of just that place in Colorado yeah, where they shot it. And then Absolutely you look at it stunning. like me and Ryan yeah. looked at each other and went, yo, America fucking rules. It's dude, like, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, seriously. I mean, and, that, and that's beautiful. like, a, I think what a lot of, of white men's obsession with Western mm-hmm. culture and like Southern God and like Faulkner esque, uh, like Coen brothers mm-hmm. style movies. Mm-hmm. It's just some kind of grasp yeah. for, for some kind of culture, like some, some kind of uh, a, a thing that binds us to the place where we, we grew up and we live. Like being a yeah. white American male I feel like I have no culture, essentially. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really, I'm mm. like a big mutt. I'm, a, I'm an American story. Like, my family's been here for like 200 years. I'm a million different uh, ethnicities. I'm like, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm Jewish, yeah. I'm Italian, I'm German, I'm everything. It's bonkers to hear. I mean, I was thinking about the Oregon Trail for, again, I haven't stopped since I saw that thing. Is it just like the, uh, the simple fact when he walks over and he's like, oh, um, if you're married, you're entitled to more land when you get there. Just, just cause, yeah. just cause we didn't have enough shit yet. No one, we didn't have yeah. enough houses and it was like, yeah, if you take this or just the notion of that, like you could literally just claim right. acres by just getting there. Just cause yeah. you're, like, you a, you're American. You just went there and they're like, like I just watched a, a CGB gray video. It's an older one, but I, every now and again, we'll just go and revisit his videos cause I love him so much. And he's talking about that. Like when they expanded West, like they were trying just so desperately to populate it with American citizens after they drove all of the Native Americans away that they were literally just giving away land, you know, like, and that's what this whole, like, I think that sequence kind of is, is like, they're literally just able to go to a new state and be like, yep, I'd like 320 acres, please. And they're like, you can double that if you got a spouse there. Like, that's crazy. Right. What, a, what a wild world that you can just... Yeah, take land. It's fascinating, and, that and much it's of also it. it's I mean, disturbing you, that it wasn't yeah. that long ago. Yeah, that scares the shit out of me. <clears throat> exactly. And, and look, yeah, and, and I think that there's out. there's something to be said. There's a lot more here. There's a lot more at play historically. Obviously, like talking well, out like with, yeah. with with Native American people. Yeah, or I guess Indian people. They prefer, I think Native Americans prefer Indian. Now. I what? Know. I should cut this. Down. Is that true? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But there, obviously, Wait, obviously, there's more at play. <laughs> moving on. Obviously, there's more at play. Like historically, here you couldn't just like go and take land. There, there was more consequences ultimately that ripples to it than that but that's not the point the point is that like there's a cultural understanding of well, the, the westward expansion yeah uh, yeah no and I, I mean there's there's even something to be said if we want to go that direction especially in the oregon trail one of like the 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 ending being a very like c- classic in maybe all the bad ways cowboys and indians little shootout at right. the end there being mm-hmm. like oh that's like and i i, I did admittedly like i felt kind of icky but I was also like, I guess the movie's also not, it's not like the movie's telling me any, like, that they're right. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, no one's no, like, yeah. they're not, like, yeah. the movie isn't trying to say, like, ah, and look, this is the good old days, how it used to be. And sure. They're no, almost like for a, sure. Like, the Indians are almost like a force of nature in the movie, where it's kind of like, they're not, they're not really personified as villains, necessarily. Just Which is like, crazy. I mean, that's I, bad I, in its the, own but way. But that is, like, you're right. But that's, like, say, even just saying those words out loud, I'm like, yeah, I'm really, like, writing scripts to this movie. I'm really writing scripts is in like my whole thing scripts. with this, right my whole thing with stuff like that is like and maybe this is just an you know an mm. ignorant point of view but like i don't read too much into that kind of stuff because it's just it's ultimately like a movie from a certain point of view and so like even if it is painting these characters as like the savages it's like well of course that's how these people saw them you know what i mean sure. and as long as you have a certain like my whole thing i guess is when it's viciously violent and like easily r-rated you're an adult or you should be close to one to go see it you should have some semblance of like historical knowledge to know like okay realistically the guys we're quote-unquote rooting for here are the bad guys you know totally just, I, like historically speaking I, I see what you mean but i i think you're incorrect in that assumption like 
I, I think you're you're giving people a lot of a lot of credit to like think that they have a maybe you think people are a lot more woke or more educated than they actually are. And and I think that it is important to like at least clock it, at least to to note this kind of stuff of like, okay, how is this yeah. viewing like Native American people or just like any kind of ethnicity? Not to be like super woke about it, but just to kind of talk about it in the context of like you just said, like in the story of like what do what do the characters think mm-hmm. about it? And it's like, and can we sure. see what the director thinks about it? Like th- there's oh, the characters yeah, no, no, are seeing sure. them in, in one way, but that doesn't mean we have to see them in that way. And that's also not to say that like right. every Native American person in every single movie has to be like, oh, well, hello, sir. How are you? Would you like some corn? It's like, there can also be violent, sure. but whatever. This is just like this. This is the circle you run in when doing any kind of like uh, PC policing of your I guess stuff what I'm, all in I'm a saying, healthy way. If in someone a was going to be upset about the way that it is in this mo- in in that mo- part of it, though, I'd be like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, sure. Like honestly, because I it's, no, it, yeah, it, that's my thing too. It, it's it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to argue with the fact that it's like, huh. Cause it is, it's where we get, we get into it every fucking time we talk about something that touches this stuff of like, listen, man, the fact of the matter is because when this was made and it doesn't matter that you're the Coen brothers, it doesn't matter who the fuck you are or that you're, it's a Netflix movie or that, or that the segment is just supposed to be fun or that that part of it is just supposed to up the stakes and they needed to be attacked in mm-hmm. some way. You're, you're uh, taking a responsibility into your hands when you're saying, okay, we're going to on film, put another, another representation of native American people. Uh, yeah. And this is how we. See, and yeah, this is how we decided to do it. You just from that you step stuff. into it. It's just, but it's It is just the reality of it right now. I don't even want to say an unfortunate. No, you're right. Reality, you're totally right. Where it's like you're you are stepping on stage and saying, "I am going to show this," and then you show, and then how you show it is is, yeah. you know, it's. You I guess should it's, have just, some tact. it's interesting because like I've pretty well segregated myself from like. Oh, have you, Daniel? That would. <laughs> <laughs> but you know from Good like word. from people that are gonna be that like that bad like you're gonna watch that movie and they're gonna be like oh yep those damn savage like i don't hang out with people like that i, I don't have talk segregated to like myself that. from racists <laughs> yes God i damn. have i have jim crowed the, the racists in my life i have the, you know they have to use a separate bathroom and everything I am racist <laughs> I against am racist. Racist. that's like dexter I'm, yeah i'm a racist so, for racists. Oh, I guess, for racist. I just, yeah I'm I'm guess I'm like I'm really lucky in that way that like I actually truly don't have that filter on when I watch movies because sure. like I remember like The Wolf of Wall Street which is kind of old at this point but like a lot of people had a problem with uh like the scene with the the little people being like thrown as darts onto the totally. target oh sure and you know and I totally 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 get that because obviously you know that's ridiculous but that's the point and I knew that watching it because I'm not a fucking piece of shit. So like I can watch that and know, yeah, Jordan Belfort's the asshole here. But That's the whole movie is look how big of a prick this dude is. And like, let's delve deep into that. That said, though, so, this is always dangerous mm-hmm. territory. And it's a dangerous what? position to take on it because unfortunately, it's as Tim is saying, you're given a lot of like... Yeah, maybe maybe you're not the pro- like when I, you're watching this. It's not it's not that you're gonna misinterpret and then have and then your views are gonna get fucked up if you already don't. Oh feel no, that no, way. for sure. But like yeah. so many people see that and just think, yes, the epitome of a dude, especially who that does movie. drugs. <laughs> yeah, that movie. No, no, has been totally bastardized. Right. The most misunderstood and, movie the yeah. last ten years because twenty years ago, Goodfellas had come out. And, and which here's is the, the other. Here's the problem. Though, is that's also I would got you know as deified as he is i would say that's a martin scorsese problem yeah, i would say that no, dude you're, you're like you're you make the shit seem too cool you're, it's you're too good fucking with no, not even <laughs> it's not what i'm saying i just mean that it's like uh you're you're maybe as much as i don't think that art should be censored for stupid people or whatever there there's also sure. what where is the line of the reality is though oh no you're, dude, you're I, coloring yeah movies are well did you guys uh, just out of curiosity and it's okay if you haven't but did you watch my video on super bad um i yeah i yes but i really i truly don't remember because i because i think at that point no totally fine and i think it was probably you it was your doing but there was like all of a sudden a hundred things about super bad because i guess what was it is because it was 10 years old at that point yeah uh, it was like 11, so like it wouldn't have been like the 10 year anniversary kind of, no, I've wondered that though too. Cause but I, I think, think that was you, not man. Not to say people copied me, but like, I know, I think I was the first to do it and then mine it's blew up the and so I think a lot of people, it is, it's the zeitgeist. But like, so I had this whole diatribe at the end about American Pie. Cause mm. I, as like part of my research for the Superbad video was just like watching a bunch of other high school movies and seeing 
because I felt like, and you know, one of the things people would say is like, well, of course it holds up. It's not that old. And I'm like, yeah, but I've seen high school movies that came out six years ago that don't hold up at yeah, all. Like totally. they've aged like shit. And so my whole thing was like, let's watch these other high school movies and see what they got wrong. And I watched American Pie and I was like sickened to my fucking stomach with the whole Shannon Elizabeth scene. Cause they like they with put the a webcam, webcam up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That movie does horrifying. not hold up. Yeah. American Pie pretty squarely. It's terrible. Yeah. And like so I made this whole diatribe about how like it's super fucked up and you shouldn't put that in a movie. And I got blasted by all these people calling me like Soy Boy and White Knight and like Ooh, Soy Boy is the guy Soy, there. Boy. Soy oh, Boy is good. Oh. You ever heard Soy Boy? It's a yet? good one, right? No, I've Soy never Boy. heard that. Soy I like that. Is- I have my own questions about that too because like one of the comments I consistently got from the people who were at least like trying to be constructive and not just throwing insults or names or whatever one of the things was like well hey like it's a movie it's art like if you watch a movie to get a sense of moral uh to get a sense of a moral compass then you're a fucking moron and part of me was like I mean yeah but at the same time it's still dangerous. Yeah, you know? you're stupid and I guess, if you say anything and you think that it doesn't have an effect on the world around you. I like also if you think, put out right, any kind of right. of a, a point of view, which is what a movie is. Especially anybody who call who 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 likes movies, and let alone anybody who makes movies, is the result of the power that watching movies has over people. Because right. you don't like, yes. you don't do this, or you don't get as interested in this, you don't get as invested. There aren't this many. It doesn't become an industry like this. But beyond the making of more movies, but the talking about movies becoming such a a thing, especially now is like, yeah, people fucking love the love movies and they love TV and these things matter. These, these things color people's lives and show you how to uh, teach you how to be and teach you what's okay. Like how many times did you like see something on a sitcom? Or, or anywhere and kind of recognize yourself in it and it's forgiven and you're sort of like oh okay I'm not like alone in that so like that same power that can come from seeing yourself and and feeling validated yeah, totally. or relieved mm-hmm. can come with ooh I see these guys who want to throw this big crazy drinking party and have the women's their shirts need to be off and we're going to throw little people around and see how fun the movie makes it look and see that like it's okay. The, the movie kind of just skirts past it as like, ah, it wasn't right. Yeah. And we, uh, but, but it was fun. Wasn't it? People then have that same right. reaction of like, Ooh, okay. Then maybe I'm not so terrible. Right. Or they don't well, question you it. Said it earlier. It was like the most misunderstood movie. And I totally agree. <laughs> like I remember seeing on Twitter and shit, like people watch that movie and like, I want to be him. Like, did you learn nothing from yeah. watching oh, yeah. the fucking movie? It's the same like, thing with, you do not want to be Gatsby. Him. Where it's like, uh, uh, oh, I know. Wow, I want to throw a party like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, hang yeah. on. Yeah, do you? Do you? <laughs> Toby McGuire. No. Uh, oh, Toby's yeah. in it. Toby is in it. You're right. I want to throw a party with Toby McGuire. Okay. That's what I took away he from Craig He seems like Gatsby. the most boring man. Oh, I don't think so. I think Toby's got a fucking. He coined the pussy. He's got policy. a wild side. People are very dumb. More, more, dumb. Than, more than people being swayed to believe things that, that are new. It's less that you're, it's dangerous when you're enforcing something that you know people already think. Exactly. So, so like, yeah. it's, it's more, it's the lack of questioning or the lack of rap, reprimanding in a movie. So, like, even in something like this, again, you would, you would hope, it's just, I think, I think no matter, I would probably, if I had to really, like, put my foot down, if I had to, like, say how I felt about it, I'd be like, I think that it's not cool that this movie has any, it, it plays at all with the fact that you could think, oh, this, this, cowboy gruff dude behind the rock shooting at the native americans who were there to mm-hmm. like no i think don't I get make what you're that saying. cool it's like don't, just don't like, even touch it yeah or we're, we're, we're maybe gonna do it. it but see then this is the problem is like you as soon as you have this kind of a conversation then it is like there immediately people get out there and it's like oh censorship pc pc and it's like but is it though or is it just being responsible with your power yeah and it is i, mean, I nobody, genuinely don't know the answer but because, like, the, the idea of the censorship is that there's someone telling you you can't do that. No one is saying that. Right. It's like there's somebody, like, blackballing you from getting something made or a production company saying, no, we don't really want to put our name on that or put the money behind that. Or audiences saying, hey, yeah. that bothers me. None of that is encroaching on your freedom of speech. So, right. like, if somebody steps in and says, you literally cannot make this because we are the government, yeah, we no, will true. not let you. And that, that seems to be just, like, right. a, a very... Uh, a big misunderstood thing right now. Yeah. People just want to be able to say what they want and 
whatever they want without repercussion. Oh, no, no, no. I get what you're saying. I guess maybe censorship isn't the well, right we're word. Preaching, then, no, we're it, preaching to the choir you know, here. We're, this is what we sure. do. We're, we're, we're panning to the audience telling everyone who's listening how right we are. So I'm not, I'm not even arguing exactly. with you, Exactly. We're better than everyone listening, uh-huh. and we just need you all to know. Good shit. <laughs> um, so, Obviously joking. <laughs> so we, we're just going to put that but, up as the episode, by the way. Yeah, it's just going to be, it's just going to cut into like just that three second clip. Beef. Beef. Beef theme song. And then do the theme, and then it's out. And then, hey, if you like weird here. T- turns out to be a total egomaniac. Everybody unsubscribe. Nobody would care. Literally, no one would care if yeah, you were an egomaniac. Not. Unless you were like a racist no one like you, i guess you that's could true. be everything I guess that's true no, you could even be on you <laughs> actually youtube you could probably be that and get away with it what's something you can't be on you on youtube i guess a I woman know. you know what you're not, i actually you're not, was yeah, thinking about this be. i think youtube is better at holding people accountable than the rest of the entertainment industry uh, it's just a wasteland I mean, of thought though yeah, unfortunately but, they, but, but they're also not because youtube is also it's like the whatever sticky situation because right. youtube while, while i think you're situation. i think you're right that they do like people get more in trouble in that from that avenue than maybe they in general entertainment industry True. but also youtube is simultaneously like being terrible to gay content and yeah any sort of like just that's that, still happening yeah dude yeah it's happening all fucking time it's it, being real mean to gay, just man. downvoting all the gay content yeah. they see i don't like it bullying Okay, the sixth, See, the sixth part. The sixth. We need part, to move on dead. to this fucking the thing on the on the stagecoach. So they're they're dead, right? That's, yeah, that's the one. They're dead. They're all dead. Yeah, yeah. they're on their passage to the afterlife. Which is I, what I, gathered, I didn't think they were doing. I got excited. Uh, I don't remember what point it was. I got excited at one point during it, where I was like, "Oh my god, they're dead! This is awesome. These two guys are like grim reapers that are bringing them mm-hmm. to the afterlife. This is amazing." Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, no, wait, they're not doing it. There's like a true, there's like a logical answer to it. Right. And then they get off the stagecoach and I'm like, they yeah. are doing it. <laughs> yeah, sure. no, I didn't think of uh, the funny thing is uh, I didn't like f- confirm it in my head until that like final shot. Cause it's like, well, okay. Right. The they're fucking like pulling and... the body up the stairs to the light. And yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're like all petrified of even going in, like crossing the threshold of the, this building. So right. they, like, they all realize it. That's, and know? that's what and he's saying. There's the, the great shot where the, he, he, yeah. the, like you see it on their face of them realizing. Oh, and yeah. that's exactly what he's talking about of, of them navigating it. It's like navigating what? The past yes, between life and totally, death. This is totally. what they're literally doing right now. And uh, I'm with sorry, that I beautiful you. speech commentary about like how we like stories if they're about us but not us and like right. I really really liked that yeah, yeah. that's good stuff and likewise the like great the great person thing of like a uh, a person who thinks they're great their love is different or whatever like there were a lot of good little nuggets in that one yeah do you remember yeah. I don't remember how that's he actually it, arguably but... my favorite segment yeah it's like a Sartre play or something right where it's what, mm-hmm. what's the one where they're all in hell. And it's kind of like a... Oh, Little Nicky? Uh, it's No Exit. Yeah, Little Nicky. Yeah, yeah, Little Nicky, where they're all yeah. in hell and he's got to go back <laughs> yeah, I love to, that. to Earth and the flies on his face. I love yeah. that one. Getting the flies. <laughs> Adrian! What's the point? <laughs> yeah. That's... Oh, that's, is that what that's, 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 the, I guess oh that's k it's, it's a big reference for me. I know you're doing it, but I don't know what you're talking about. No, it's... Okay, whatever. Little Nicky. No, I know he's... No, no, he, no. he's... I'm doing he a K-Moo reference. It, and he's, yeah, he's mixing it with whatever thing. Now I'm confused. Yeah. Now he, I'm just lost. He, okay. <laughs> Welcome to beef. Well, you really you can listen to the episode. You'll pick it up. Um, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it was it was cool. Who was uh? I didn't recognize any actors in that aside from Brendan Gleeson. Um, I recognize. Uh, I feel like guy looked so familiar. Yeah. That, like French dude. Yeah. I, I could not place him though. I couldn't place anybody, but they were like no one was screaming like unknown i mean i guess also there's that weird meta i know it's a coen brothers thing and like even if they even if i don't know them from like even that guy it's like oh well they must be someone right even just like right oh no i i looked into this uh uh, the guy that's the um the trapper this guy named chelsea ross Mm. and on his on his wikipedia page his son ian ross plays bass in the band john five and the creatures the instrumental group fronted by guitarist John Five of Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie, what and that's on fuck? that is on oh. his Wikipedia page, and the top paragraph about how his son plays his guitar son. in Marilyn Manson's guitarist band. Very weird. Or so is he like a theater guy too, or what? I, I guess he's just like a character actor who plays that guy. He'll show up, look like that. 
Weird. Uh, and then uh, Saul Rubinek is the guy, the French. Yeah, I'm looking up him now. He's been in a few things. See a Polak? I knew a Polak. Great. Isn't that just it? Great. Yeah. Yep. Excellent. Like, Perfect. Huh? I know, I've known so many men like that in my life. So yeah. many. Just to add their, the. Yeah. I know that. Off their entire hinges. I don't know how I feel about it oh, being the final shit. thing. Yeah. Like, I guess because it's... It had to be the final thing. I guess because it's like the full blast. This is, oh, this is not just death. It is the full passage towards death. Death. Yeah, yeah. It's essentially, it's the epilogue to the whole thing as far as I see it. It's like, this is, if if you're going to connect a theme, because I think that's probably what it is. Like, if anything, uh, um, that there is connecting about it is like, we get, and this is something I was thinking about playing Red Dead Redemption as well, is like, just the old West in general wasn't that long ago like we're talking like a hundred years ago like and change mm-hmm. um and it, but it was a completely different life like nowadays it's like oh well you know you gotta go to school and get your driver's license and then you get a job and then you go to college and then you move out and then you know like you want to you got to figure out what you're gonna do with your life but like in the old west it's like you just did shit and then you, you died know, whatever that right. was and then you died exactly it like Pick your thing. Like, you're going to be a prospector? Well, you're going to fucking prospect for gold every damn day from when you're, like, six right. years old until you're as old as Tom Waits or miniature right. Will Ferrell. Um, and, yeah. like, you just, you pick your thing and you stick with it. And that's, that's your thing. It's bizarre. Forever. And yeah. so I think that that's, like, the main connecting thing of it is that, like, you look at the Oregon Trail one. It's, like, he's done this wagon train shit for... 20 years i think he said and it's even why he's like really ready to settle down what makes that ending like so tragic you know mm, yeah he, he got the yes he, he fucking got the yes and it's like oh nope uh sorry about that homie i was trying to follow She's, the uh, dead the morality of it and what was like who was right and who was wrong and were people paying for mistakes or was this just the random eye like, i don't even think it's i think it's and... like life you know what i mean Cause like, well, that's, some time, yeah. like yeah. Liam Neeson won in the his story, and he was the piece of shit. Isn't that Whereas, literally like, what Tom the Waits last one? Like he got the guy. Isn't that literally what the last one is about though? Where it's like, what is a good person? Okay, people are are, are inherently all the same. Okay, people are either upstanding or they're not. It's all or relative. they're ferrets. Yeah, exactly. Or they're ferrets. And then uh, one of the Reapers' whole thing is that they're either alive or they're dead. That's it. There's yeah. no morality. There's no, nothing it, else. You're yeah. either dead or you're alive. And that's the film's morality. That's like every Coen Brothers movie's morality. Whoa. That's what, did this just answer our whole political question? Why is that? Oh, is it? it no. <laughs> because I don't, I, don't, I, don't be, I don't believe that. I don't believe in real no, life I that know, there's no I, such thing as morality. I don't either. Well, I don't either. But I think for sure, like, during that time. I don't think they do And during either. most. Hum- no, I don't think so either. But I think. When you're talking about a different time period, the question of morality is very different. You know what I mean? Sure. Because, like... Yeah, it's relative. Realistically, uh, I don't know. Like, you, you gotta just have to ask these kinds of questions just in general, like, when you're looking at the different time periods. Because, God, could you imagine, like, where... Like, we're so fucking lucky... Like, if I get hungry, I go into my fridge or my pantry, and I just grab food. And if I run out of shit there, I go to the grocery store, which is a few minutes away, in my car. It's freezing cold right now. I live in Chicago. It's fucking cold. And I I have heat. I have heat. I can get in my car, and I warm it up, and I don't have to brave the elements for more than, like, 30 seconds. Whereas then you watch, you know, like, the meal ticket one, and it's like, they have to do that shit every day just to, like, scrape up enough pennies to buy some soup or whatever right. and even then it's barely enough to get them through but that but that and in itself is like i don't want to say a hack aesthetic but an established like you know we got the fingerless gloves and we're doing all we can through a grayscale <laughs> winter it's like this is such a this is a vibe and a feeling oh, we've and, and, seen and I, it. I think that we've accuracy is far from what the maybe not far but not quite what the coen brothers are ever going for with this kind of stuff i want to read some fucking they oregon also, they, trail they books they worship Cormac McCarthy in a lot of ways like Who? the guy that wrote the yeah. road blood oh, simple I see or not blood simple and no it's country for old men yeah oh yeah I guess he did he wrote no country for old men well yeah, yeah. a lot of he shit, wrote the shit. road child of god um 
Blood Meridian. That's is the, that the one you Blood Meridian for? is what I'm looking for. Thank you. I yeah. Do you know I don't yeah. know what the Coens look like at all. Really? They could walk up to me and kiss me on the mouth, and I would be like, "Get away from me!" <laughs> you're gonna you're <laughs> you gonna too. see them, and you're, they look like they should have been rock musicians in the '70s. You know what's awesome and now is that old. I I keep since this movie came out, I keep telling people that I don't know what they look like, and my answers are awesome from other people, like people trying to tell me what they do look like. Sure. Ryan said they mm. look exactly like you think. Yeah. These two old like craftsmen of cinema and like <laughs> they're both Geppetto just yeah. like they all have like a hammer <laughs> like a chisel at all times and an apron I think they look they, I think they look like I'm actually Avatar aliens yeah like, <laughs> you know it's funny mm, yes it's just like a, just like I thought yeah like a like a record I feel player like I wouldn't hat. recognize them either like I know what they look like but I feel like I feel like I've probably seen celebrities and just not even noticed because if you see someone out in the wild how often are you going to think like, oh, yeah. that's definitely. Yeah. Like if I saw Johnny, oh, that's a guy that wild. looks like fucking Johnny Depp, you know? Do you know how many times I like, I have probably told like a, a supporting character in a TV show to suck my dick in this city. You mean like, I'm just having no idea who they are. It's just like, yeah, you're in a show on Bravo. Go fuck yourself, dude. You parked like an asshole. Yeah. That ha- that happens and a lot. Three years from now, you're gonna be auditioning, and you know, right. auditioning actors are gonna be like this fucking guy. No, he he won't even remember. Oh, I saw the janitor. Today. Not in this town. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He was taking a walk down the street. I was like parking the car. Or I was pulling away. I was after I damn had breakfast, and I was like, I was like, it had, I had a full like like driving forward because I was making like a K turn. I was trying to turn around on the street, and as I drove up, I was getting closer to him. He was kind of like walking in the street mm-hmm. with a dog, and I was like janitor <laughs> <laughs> he probably gets that all the fucking like, time because it was he truly came into focus the closer i got right like, oh. that's so uh, fine it's been a while since i uh, that's one of those shows i never want to go back and watch never oh, i want to leave afraid? it i want to leave it sealed in my uh, funny funny memory box it's funny I, I i watched it not too long ago it's still funny true I'm scrubs just... is hilarious from like what first six seasons sure hmm yeah, and it, falls it drops off like you have no idea oh my god it gets so bad at the end it's so bad okay so here's what we're gonna do oh christ we still gotta do all these fucking games we, we don't have to do three-headed we can just do uh predict text that's my favorite anyway do you know how to play this I game like three-headed we, right, we're doing we'll do, them all then we'll do three-headed we'll do but all you these guys, fucking yeah, games pick, we're yeah. doing all the games okay dan you know okay. that we'll do uh uh, uh predict the text first the Daniel, do you know how to play this game? Okay. It's from the last time. Isn't this the one where we like just click the center of our autofill? You can actually you can choose any of the three. Yes. Okay. You, you can form okay. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you type in the name of the film, which is the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Uh, and right. then using your phone's predict detect, you build a review of the film. <laughs> I well, my phone automatically corrected to the balls of Buster Scruggs. The, That's a the, the there we go. Bu- <laughs> See, I was I was gonna say I, I was I was typing out Bustard. <laughs> Bustard, <laughs> which is like a great thing to call your cum, <laughs> <laughs> like a hot dog with mustard. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we we type in the title and then we pick any of the three. Yeah, using any of the three and any combination of comma and period, you build a complete review about the film. Okay. Put it in your phone, Great. Lovely. I got it. Okay. Nice. Uh, Dom, you want to kick it off? Yeah. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, you know how to do that right, and you know how to do that right, and you know what you're doing. (laughs) 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 All right. Mine is uh, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, huh? Isn't that what you were looking at a few weeks ago? <laughs> it's incredible to describe yeah. watching a movie as yeah. looking at Isn't a movie. Isn't that what you were looking at? I was looking at this movie. Yeah, I was looking at Toy Story. At? All right, what do you got, Dan? All right, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, and not entirely sure what I think it's going to be, but able to get the same spectacle of all time and place. Damn, Whoa. dude. That was God like you wrote. Damn. It's like you wrote a review about the film, translated it to Chinese, and then translated it back <laughs> to English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yes. Perfect. All right. Are we doing three headed? Their rules. Actually, we don't have time. We're pressed. We gotta okay. get out of here. Okay. Um, Dan, can you plug your thing? What are you? Where can people find your your content? And what do you want them to look sure, at? Sure. Yeah. I I am Film Radar. Uh, you can find me on YouTube by searching for Film Radar, and you should watch my latest video about David Fincher because. 
I think it's the best video I've made. I worked my ass off on it, and it's not doing that well. Oh, so Jesus. Hopefully more people will see it. Uh, at least watch the supercut at the end, is what I'll say. The beginning is like a, bio part, a biography of like how Fincher got into making movies, but then it ends with like this supercut of all his movies, and I think it's actually super badass. And how I'm much work? You, what's your hours? What'd you put into it? How many hours? Uh, like 130, 140. Gee, fucking hell. Okay. Mm-hmm. Someone reward this man. <laughs> Um, cool. <laughs> thank you. And but, yeah, thank, what's your YouTube? Thank you. yeah, it's youtube.com slash what? Uh, if you go to youtube.com slash C slash mm-hmm. film radar, or if you want to forget the C, it's the film radar, but you should be able to find it. Sure. And then you can follow me on Twitter at film underscore radar on, or Facebook. If anybody still uses that at Perfect. the film radar. <laughs> well, thank you. Dan. Oh, yeah. Thank you for very much for being here. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Th- really nice having, having me back. you, dude. Nice chatting. Yeah, Dom, do you have anything to plug? Uh, the Doty video is coming out. Yeah, on it might be Friday. Out, It'll be out by the time it, you hear it this. Might be out so go those. go watch the Doty video. Unless Nick can turn it around. It's the music video out. for If I'm Being Honest. It'll be on Doty's Vivo. It's good. So yeah. Ari Fitz is in it. Ari Fitz is in it. Yeah. Um, I did it. Yeah, sure did. Cool. Go see it. Hey, if you like what we heard here, please go to www.patreon.com. Patreon.com slash reasonable beef. See, like a smarter man would have wrote a country song uh-huh. about reasonable beef. I mean, it's, it's begging for a country song. Like, yeah. the, the name of the show is Reasonable Beef. We need yeah. like a country themed intro. What the fuck is that? It's a banjo, Tim. Sure. Okay. Thank you very much for, uh, for listening. You know, like a oh, banjo. Oh, yep. Sounds good. A banjo like, right. like a kazoo. <laughs>